0: In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM.
1: W-A-T-H.
2: Good morning, welcome, and uh, a little bit crazy out here. We'll fill you in in the next few minutes, but anyway, it's been an exciting morning. Um, let's see here. So uh, we're, we're uh, uh, plugging some things into the computer so that we can get uh, uh, the show going because we had plans to do something entirely different, but um, where do we stand now? Scott's putting on his glasses. <laughs> play by play. Play by play. Okay. I and, uh, that that's great. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, today is March twenty second, and of course the year is twenty twenty two. Today is National Goof Off Day. I'm good at that. How about you?
1: Yeah, we can do it right here.
2: We're not doing it here. <laughs> Try to get it back together. <laughs> um, and let me tell you, we uh, many of you are tuning in expecting to hear Svetlana Kalichenko, who is from the Ukraine but lives here in Athens. And um, I spoke to her just moments ago. She unexpectedly has had to visit the emergency room at Oblenis. Oh, no. So, um, we until we know what's going on, um, at, at, uh, it's our hopes that we'll have her on Thursday instead. But, of course, if, she, say she tested positive for COVID or something like that, we'll have to delay the show. But um, we were the topic was supposed to be the Ukraine today. And so, so we're scrambling to... Um, To bring you a normal free-for-all edition but anyway today is national goof off day it's national ag day like agriculture it's national 3d day now what do you suppose that means
1: 3d glasses something like that i'm guessing i
2: don't know national bavarian crepes day National Diabetes Association Alert Day, and lastly, our neighbors to the south, National West Virginia Day. How about that?
1: Sounds good. Are you ready for some goof off? Yeah, and so going,
2: we'll we'll do it here now. Uh, show me where I am at. Right here. Okay. So um, since since we don't have a um, a really serious topic to go over. Uh, we this often... This is serious. huh This is serious. This is serious. This is
1: serious stuff.
2: <clears throat> okay. Coach Art Turf.
0: I-N-E-P-T. Inept Tech. Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Oysters,
3: oysters.
0: Raw, raw, raw.
3: Coach Art Turf, head football coach and athletic director at Inept Tech, uh, with us again today. And, Coach, we were talking in our last program about your schedule i think we've covered maybe the first six ball games of the schedule we still need to catch the last four ball games which i think you told me you were going to play one at a time
0: well that's right you know that's the only way to play these here ball games you can't look ahead and play somebody that's three four five seven weeks down the road you got to play your ball games one at a time that's exactly how we's going to play our ball games you know uh uh, it's coming up the second half of the season in the meet of our schedule where we playing all the conference ball games looking forward to playing for that conference championship and and uh, the seventh ball game of the season we're going to be playing it's a road ball game we're going to be playing try nitro tech that's TNT, You know, they're in the conference, and they have a real explosive ball club. They can run the ball. They can throw the ball. They can score a lot of points on you, and that's going to be a real exciting ball game and a real test for our defense. And coming up after that, we come back home, and we're going to be playing uh, one of the uh, uh, most outstanding schools that we have on the schedule this year. In fact, that's the Georgia Institute of Football. You know, that's all them folks do when they go down there to that school is they just play football, learn all about football, learn how to play football and coach football and do all that stuff with football. And uh, they they call themselves TGIF, and, and I'm calling that Thank Goodness It's Finished about our schedule you know that's the eighth ball game on the schedule and following that we come up with our two arch rivals closing out our schedule just like we always do
3: coach we're gonna have to interrupt you here we need to take a break and we'll check those last two games on your schedule right after we pause for this message
1: and the art turf show the art turf show sunday sunday no tuesday is brought to you by chapstick
2: you remember all those National Trail Raceways? Yeah. Sunday! It's
1: Sunday! I used to produce all of those uh, up at WCOL. National Trail Raceway. See all the funny cars, the high fuel cars. Yeah, all that stuff. Sunday!
2: Sunday! Top
1: fuel cars. <sighs> and with
2: that, we return to <laughs> Coach Artur. Goof off day. And I'm doing segment two.
3: Coach Turf, we interrupted you when you were right into the That's last all right.
0: You go right ahead. Do that anytime you like. I, we got to get them sponsors' messages in there. Coach, what's what the only way we can get this program on the air and get our message out to the folks so they can come watch our fine ball games
3: coach i promise not to interrupt you again what about the last two
0: games on that schedule well i'm glad you asked me that question because they're my two favorite opponents of the season we save our schedule the last two ball games for these boys every year we open up uh, the last two ball games playing on the road against the eastern institute for eastern industrial organizations and boy howdy that's two mouthfuls on the schedule so we just kind of shorten that the E-I-E-I-O. Coach McDonald always has a fine ball club over there. We're going to be playing him at his place this year down on the farm, and we are really looking forward to that because it should be a real barn burner.
3: Now this last ball game is a real big rivalry for you, isn't it?
0: Well, that's right. You know, we're going to be playing Bungle State, and I can remember how we were always playing for the conference championship in years past. Bungle State, our arch rival, coached by my brother, Nat Turf, over there, and and, uh, we have a real what you call your sibling rivalry for there, and I'm looking forward to playing Nat and his boys again this year because it looks like we're going to be both having fine records, looking forward to some fine seasons, and it could be for the conference championship.
3: So in that final ball game, it'll be Matt Gerald Turf against Artificial Turf. Has been for years. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf.
2: a broom
1: when you need one <laughs> right with a d- dust d- pan it's, it's
2: the bird's sitting on top of the tv there it goes
1: pretty bird
2: yeah. ouch
1: <laughs> <laughs> he pecked me my goodness you must yeah. have looked like a piece of bird food
2: i don't think so <laughs> okay well <laughs> as you can tell folks a little bit Goofy this morning. That's the day. That's the day. Goofy Day Tuesday. All right, uh, let's see. What about some historical events? In the year 1622, the first American Indian, Powhatan, Powhatan, right? Yeah, that's it. The Powhatan massacre of Europeans in Jamestown, Virginia, 347 died. 1765, the the Stamp Act passed the first direct British tax on American colonists organized by the Prime Minister George Grenville. 1784, the Emerald Buddha is moved with great ceremony to its current place in what procal thailand if that's even pronounced closely stop okay what fra keu thailand well, moving ahead now to 1832 the british parliament led by charles gray passes the reform act introducing wide-ranging changes to the electoral system of England and Wales increasing the electorate from about a half a million voters to eighteen eight hundred and thirteen thousand wonder why everyone wasn't allowed to vote initially and uh, I don't mean use but you know, that's a big jump. What wonder why that three hundred and thirteen thousand had not been allowed previously. Where was this? In England and Wales. And what century was it? Eighteen thirty two. Hmm. Let's see what we can find. In the meantime, I'll go on. In nineteen fifty four the Northland Center. The world's largest shopping mall at the time opens in Oak Park, Michigan. You know I remember malls, um, Graceland shopping center, but it was a mall. Then there was the Northland Mall and the Eastland Mall and the Westland Mall, all of these in Central Ohio. And uh, it became absolutely the place to go. These malls. Things have changed. Again. Anyway. um, Let's see here. Where did I leave off? Oh, Northland Center in 1954. Up in Oak Park, Michigan. What's that famous most, the biggest mall? It's like, In Nebraska or somewhere. Oh, it's in Minnesota, the Mall of America? Yes, that's it. I I think it's in
1: Minnesota. It's somewhere up there. In
2: 1965, the U.S. confirms its troops used chemical warfare against the Viet Cong. Not cool. And in 2018, U.S. President Donald Trump imposes $60 billion worth of tariffs on Chinese imports. So, as customary, we have a few birthdays to report. And um, the first, let's see, well, we'll do the one that is has passed. Emilio Equinado. a Q-U-I-N-A-L-D-O. He was born in 1869 and
1: died in 1964. He was a Filipino revolutionary statesman and military leader who was officially recognized as the first and youngest president of the Philippines and the first president of a constitutional republic in Asia.
2: As long as we're doing deaths, we'll, uh, we'll stay with that. William Hanna, born in 1910, died in 2001. Are we talking about Hanna-Barbera? Yes, we are.
1: Okay. William Denby Hanna was an American animator, voice actor, cartoonist, and musician who co-founded the animation studio and production company Hanna-Barbera. Hanna joined the Harmon and Icing Animation Studio in 1930 and steadily gained skill and prominence while working on cartoons such as Captain and the Kids. The last death we <coughs> have
2: to mention is Johan Wolfgang von Gotti G-O-E-T-T-E
1: I think it is. It might be T-L-E. T H oh, E T H E yes okay he and was I'm... a German poet and didn't know it no I'm just kidding he no. knew it okay he was a German poet play it's goof off you know yeah yeah poet playwright novelist scientist statesman theater director and critic his works include plays poetry literature and aesthetic criticism as well as uh, treatises on botany anatomy. And color.
2: All right, let's uh, let's do some uh, living folk. Uh, first of all, someone I had the chance of knowing a bit, Andrew Lloyd Webber, who's celebrating his seventy-fourth birthday today. Um, theatrical guy.
1: Yeah, he was an English composer and um, impresario. Of musical theater. Several of his musicals have run for more than a decade both in the West End and on Broadway. He has composed 21 musicals, a song cycle, a set of variations, two film scores, and a Latin Requiem. And some of his works include The Phantom of the Opera, Cats, Jesus Christ Superstar, and Evita.
2: And if we kept on reading, you'd know most of them.
1: Oh, a bunch, yes. Yeah.
2: Uh, 46th, I think it is. This I, I put papers in backwards, and um, so it's... I printed it on... Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Well, anyway. Uh, but Reese Witherspoon, who I would like to have known. <laughs> 46th birthday, I think it says and uh i like her
1: eyes yes that is correct 46 years young born in new orleans or nolens yeah as they say in nolens and uh her name laura jean reese witherspoon is an american actress and producer the recipient of various accolades including an academy award two golden globe awards a british academy film award a screen actors guild award and a primary, uh, Primetime Emmy Award. She is one of the highest paid actresses in the world mm-hmm. as of the year 2019. Some of her works include Legally Blonde, Big Little Lies, The Morning Show, and Wild, produced in 2014.
2: Last one we all should know, William Shatner. 91st birthday. And um, he's still going strong.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's pretty entertaining, too. He, he, he progresses, too, in lots of things. <laughs> I loved him in uh, Boston Legal. Mm, yeah. I don't know if you remember that show. It a, Just a bit. About a legal firm based in Boston. Really? Surprisingly. It is surprising. Yes. And uh, <laughs> how he would butt in and introduce himself when he had nothing more to say in the show he would say his name Denny Crane he'd stick his hand out to shake someone's hand like they were supposed to know that he was some kind of world famous guy (laughs) William Shatner is a Canadian actor and his career spanning seven decades mind you he is best known for his portrayal of Captain James T. Kirk of the USS Enterprise in the Star Trek franchise from the second pilot in 1965 to his final appearance as Kirk in the Star Trek Generations he's 91 and still rocking and rolling
2: well good morning folks it's Tuesday it's March 22nd and uh sure you've heard by now there was this deadly air crash in China. We've also had another strike on civilian infrastructures in the Ukraine. Um, Again, we were supposed to have um, a person who lives locally who's from the Ukraine on today's program, but uh, uh, she took ill early, uh, overnight, and um, so we're hoping. Uh, she's in, um, like, an urgent care or emergency room situation right now. Yeah, I'm sure hope she's okay. We do, and um, uh, unless it's COVID or something like that, we hope to have her in on
1: Thursday. If, not, if it is COVID, it'll be sometime later on. All right. Um, you mentioned something earlier about the voting in 1832. Yes. In England and Wales. Why did it jump suddenly? Uh, Two hundred thousand plus uh, additional voters. Well, the the 1832 Reform Act. There, uh, this is what caused the Reform Act. Parliament passed a law changing the British electoral system. It was known as the Great Reform Act. This was a response to many years. Of people criticizing the electoral system as unfair. Sound familiar? Yeah. Uh, For example, there were uh, constituencies with only a handful of voters that elected two uh, MPs to Parliament and it abolished tiny districts, gave representation to cities, gave the vote to small landowners, tenant farmers, shopkeepers, householders who paid a yearly rental of 10 pounds or more and some lodgers. So uh, my guess is that that amount there was made up of that group of folks that were just mentioned in that list. So
2: if you didn't make some money and share some with the government, you didn't get to vote?
1: Well, maybe what it was leading to, and it also got rid of tiny little districts and, uh, small landowners it was allowing them to vote too so yes that, that could very well be so the elections were dare we say being bought well no
2: need to go that far but okay. the point is it wasn't fair all right <clears throat> well back to um, the hard headlines. This flight MU-5735, it was a Boeing 737-800. It crashed yesterday in southern Chinese province of Guangxi. I'm only guessing at how that's pronounced. And it turns out it, it may be the country's worst aviation incident in more than two decades. Nine crew members and 123 passengers were aboard when the flight, operated by China Eastern Airlines, went down. As of this moment, officials have not confirmed the number of victims. According to the flight tracking data, the plane went into rapid descent falling almost 22,000 feet at speeds above 250 miles per hour before crashing into a mountainside. Uh, There are photographs. I don't have any in front of me, but I'm told that it shows the plane in a near-vertical nosedive position before its impact. Now the plane was not the same model as Boeing 737 MAX aircraft. Which suffered two high-profile crashes, one in 2018 another in 2019, due to faulty auto-stabilization systems. Out of that, if you remember, it led to a worldwide grounding of that particular model of aircraft until they had gotten that uh, system straightened out. But as far as the uh, crash yesterday, um, the cause, there's been nothing determined yet. And again, we, re- re- we repeat, we don't know how many fatalities. Kiev, that's in the Ukraine. It says the mall was destroyed. At least eight people were killed when Russian missiles struck a 10-story shopping center in the Ukrainian capital of Kiev. It marks the latest string, rather the latest in a string of attacks across Ukraine on civilian structures or areas where residents have taken shelter. the southern city of Maripol, Maripol, I think I have that okay, which has suffered the brunt of shelling. Um, It's a mess. Ukrainian officials rejected a Russian offer to establish safe passage corridors for civilians in exchange for Ukraine laying down arms. Um, there's a note here. Say I were a news guy. It says, read first-hand accounts from journalists who escaped Mariupol after almost three weeks under siege. Well, I don't have those available, but It must have been tough, and still is. Separately, some Western officials have described the war as rapidly reaching a stalemate. Others have expressed concern that danger to civilians will rise as Russia increasingly uses missiles and long-range artillery, after being able to capture cities simply outright. We've also heard that, um, what do you call it, some of those toxic things
1: are being considered. Biological weapons? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat>
2: Um The US government yesterday formally declared Myanmar's military has committed genocide against the largely Muslim Rohingya Rohingya I think I said it right population The U.S. will also provide $1 million in funding for the U.N. body that is gathering evidence of human rights violations for possible prosecution. This is the eighth time since the Holocaust in which the U.S. has concluded the occurrence of genocide. Going on, more than 700,000 Rohingya have fled from the Budapest-majority Myanmar to Bangladesh since August of 2017. 700,000. That all occurred after the Myanmar military launched a widespread purge of the Muslim Rohingya population in the western part of that country. In February 21, the military ousted the democratically elected government in a coup. Since then, thousands of civilians have been killed, jailed, or suffered violent repression, including mass rape and arson. Myanmar, also known as Burma, faces genocide accusations from the international court of justice which is located in the Hague and had been previously hit with sanctions from the US Well there's plenty of serious news isn't there Seems that way <clears throat>
1: Unfortunately, not all good. Scott, I'm going to put you on the spot. Again? Of course. What S- a surprise. Yeah. Sports. Sports.
2: We um, we had an appointment in Pomeroy uh, early last evening. We got back to Athens around 8.15. Um, I decided, let's go to Pizza Cottage. We went there, and uh, one of the neat things about that is many of the tables have their own personal TV. So we were watching women's basketball and different things and other sports.
1: Update us on the sports scene, would you? Sure will. the game we aired last evening on Power 105 was the Ohio men's Bobcats basketball game in the CBI tournament college basketball invitational and uh, wish I had better news to report but not so as uh, the Bobcats fell to number 6 seed Abilene Christian 91-86 to and that is uh, the tournament that's happening in Daytona Beach, Florida so the Bobcats are done for the season nevertheless a great season you mentioned that 6th Yes.
2: What seed did Ohio go in at? Number three. Okay. So this was, as far as seeding concerned, unexpected.
1: Uh, Yes, as far as seeding goes. uh, The lower seed uh, beat the higher seed in this case. But we saw a lot of that happen this past weekend in the NCAA tournament, too. So uh, that's, that's the fun thing about tournaments. Excitement, the unexpected um upsets, emotions running high and you know teams winning that you wouldn't pick to win like St. Peters. They are now in the Sweet 16, but uh that's another topic there too, but again this happens in the tournaments for the Bobcats, Mark Sears. He went off last night and scored 37 points a career high. He's um he's been fun to watch all season. Yes, he has. Ben Vanderplas has uh, 19 points and 11 rebounds, a double-double. And the other player, only other player on double figures for the Bobcats, A.J. Clayton with 11. Now, um... You know who the guy I like to watch is? Yeah, Tommy Schmuck. That's right. He had nine points.
2: But he can make things happen. Yeah. I don't know if it's because he's... Shorter than the other guys, or whether he has good eyes, or whether he's
1: it's probably all the above. Could be. Um, I I like the way he moves without the ball, yeah,
2: yeah. And he you can just see him move to the,
1: the where there's an opening, yeah. He puts himself in a good position to score, yeah, and he plays pretty decent defense as well. So, with that, the Bobcats finish up now. On a downer, uh, Jason Carter apparently was injured on the very first play of the game at uh, at the tip-off when they started the game and was unable to return. So he played. Hold on. Well, that was interesting. Yeah, I have no idea. But... Somebody's breaking in on a CB channel, it sounds, sounds like. Sounds like it. Or shortwave or whatever it may be. Yeah, I haven't heard that in years. Likewise, I don't think I've ever heard it here in the 10 years I've been here.
2: You remember CB radios? Oh I, yeah. I loved
1: them. <laughs> yeah.
2: You know, and you'd be going down the highway on a long trip and talking to truckers and other people and they had their own um lingo, their own handle. Yeah. <laughs> what's what's your handle, good buddy? You know that sort of thing. Yeah. Ten four, good buddy. Yeah. Pretty breaker super. breaker, one nine. Yeah. Yeah. And this see, what was their term for um law enforcement? A county bounty.
1: Or a yeah. bear. There's yeah. a bear in the air. Yeah, that's right. Something like that. What was your handle? Did you have one? I don't remember. Palm tree? No. That was high school. That would have been a good one. Yeah. Dad's dad's handle was the old settler. The
2: old settler. Yeah. There was one guy locally here that was the old-timer, I remember.
1: Oh yeah, my. one one guy knew his hand was Dry Hole. He was a water well witcher. Oh. <laughs> dry Hole. He must not have been too adept at witching water wells. You know, we, a caller called
2: yeah, in a moment do. ago.
1: Good morning.
4: Good morning. Hi. Um, I'm calling to see if you folks have plans to invite uh, – or to have a program regarding the uh, VA hospital moving from Chillicothe to wherever it's going. Or uh, Are you familiar with what I'm talking about? I am. I know you've been sharing with us that you've, you've become more of an active person in the, um, in the vet services uh, yeah, that you've not been active in prior to.
2: You know, not the medical services, but no, the VA yeah. things, period. Yeah, that they're
4: offering yeah. services and stuff, yeah.
2: But I know uh, several people who are very reliant on that clinic.
4: Yes, very reliant.
2: So um, it is something we're looking into.
4: I know my brother was very reliant on where he he lived, and he would go from Alabama to, to Florida, and that's where he died eventually um, on January 1. And I do know that, you know, without those services, um I don't know. Without those, I don't know why he moved to Alabama, but he did. <laughs> and Alabama is so far south, you know, that you, you kind of wonder when you're from the Northern Territory all the way to almost Michigan. So. We
2: we do have what I would call basic medical treatment here at our VA clinic um, or VA where the sportsmen used to be located.
4: Over on West Union? Yes. There? Yeah, hmm
2: but if it's something serious, then you want to go to the clinic, right? Right. Knee replacements
4: uh, and stuff like that. Yeah, man. I know some folks who've had that done. So yeah.
2: So um, again, refresh my memory. It is something I've made a note of, but they're proposing to
4: to change it from where it is. To, to where? are not survey. I don't. I can't recall. It was. I I don't know exactly, okay. but you'll find out when you when you probably of take touch base with someone. Yeah. But it would affect a lot of people, especially with gas costs and what have you. That, uh, And then the health. In in some of these veterans will not get any services because they just can't travel. They're older. They don't have people to take them here and there and, and things like that. And that is just not, as you've often said, um, the way to treat a vet. Right. And, right. Um, yeah, I, I, my brother still had his wounds when, when he died, so mm. y- you would have thought that uh, – <laughs> He didn't get it from battle. He got it going up a telephone pole. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> you sure. can get it from anywhere when you're in Vietnam. And I remember those letters. I think I can still find those letters. A lot of stuff was blocked out by the military. He couldn't say things like where he was and things like this. So, yeah, we, we are still around. We Vietnam that pair of people. And thanks for at least considering that. Thank you so much.
2: We'll work on it. Thank okay. you. Bye bye. Bye. Okay. Um, well, not to, uh, not to diminish that point. Um, it is something we're looking into. We're trying to figure out who's the best guest to have on this topic. And, um, well, Bob St. Lawrence, mm-hmm. I think is one of the people that I had crossed my name. He also was keenly involved in Ohio University theatrical productions. He taught theater, theater, scenic, and all of that lighting. Um, But he is now, I believe, retired from the university and um, very involved in veterans affairs. So I've been trying to uh, reach out to him. All right. Okay. Um,
1: Let's take it back to sports. Back to sports. The game that we had on here on 970 WATH in between a few little issues here. uh, We were able to get them back on there. We lost connection there somehow. I'm not sure why, but Connor was quick to get it back on uh, the air there. The Ohio State Lady Buckeyes, uh, they pulled off an upset, a number six and three seed game. The number six seed Lady Buckeyes traveled to the number three seed LSU Lady Tigers venue, the Pete Maravich Assembly Center on the campus of Louisiana State University, and they pulled off a big upset by defeating LSU by 15 points, 79 to 64. So the Lady Buckeyes will move on uh, to the Sweet 16 of the NCAA tournament. And they will play number two seed Texas Friday in Spokane, Washington. It's so a way to go, Lady Buckeyes. Mm-hmm. That was uh, not foreseen to happen.
2: Any other Ohio activity?
1: Uh, the state basketball championships have concluded, and uh, we didn't have anyone from our area, southeastern Ohio, participating. Uh, but state basketball champion, high school state basketball champions have been crowned. Uh, OU baseball
2: now, Roger Barber. Roger Barber, of course, had uh, post-game reports from all of those games. Yep, uh, which he's done for years for us, and uh, he's a great guy. Lives over around Defiance, is it? I'm not sure where he is. Oh, anyway, somewhere over near Dayton and all of that. Yeah, but um, he's been doing those for us for years. Yes, and, he has. And uh, it used to be Raleigh Swart, and he um, that would go to the state tournaments and give us the post-game reports. But of course, Raleigh passed some years ago.
1: Right. All right. OU baseball has started. They are ten and seven overall, and four and two. Yeah, don't they have a game played? today? Let's see if they do. Um, I think they may have. Let's see. mm, Going on here, March twentieth, they over the weekend they played uh, Kent State, and uh, they won two out of three. uh, They played them mm, one, two, three, four. They won three out of four from the flashes. Okay. And they next play Friday at BG. For a weekend series there. Okay, well. OU softball, the ladies softballers, uh, they are off and running. They stand at 7-14 and 14 right now. And conference play, uh, they are 1-2 and two in the MAC. And they next play, it looks like it will be uh, today against Ohio State. In Athens, yes, and that's uh, what time? First pitch is at six p.m. All
2: right, so it's uh, Bulldogs? No, 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 no. It's Bobcats versus Buckeyes, uh, in Athens. Six o'clock baseball
1: at the OU softball field. Oh, this is softball, right? Yes, this is softball. Okay. Now, um, fast pitch.
2: We 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 decided that. Um, once in a while, we need to play a little bit of music. And so we came up with this list, and we, we had help from the Internet about what are some of the most famous songs of all time, right? And um, so now you picked one out today. In fact, you picked two out, but we may not get to the second one. But this first one,
1: Yeah, that's number two on the list, which is just to your right there, if you wanted to check it out. That's
2: all right. I trust what you say. Yeah, it's number two on the list. So, tell us what this song meant to you.
1: Uh, It meant dancing to me in the 50s in the old black and white TV era. Yeah? Yeah, and watching Dick Clark's American Bandstand and people doing...
3: Do we tear the house down?
2: I can be, uh, I can remember Worthington High School gymnasium dances after games and things like that, and we were all doing the twist. Yes, indeed. Okay, now what's this other one here
1: that you picked? Well, it is um, Macarena. And I think that was number nine on the list. Okay. So give it a spin.
3: cosa buena. Hala tu cuerpo, alegría, Macarena, ¡eh, Macarena! Hala tu cuerpo, alegría, Macarena, que tu cuerpo para dar la alegría y cosa buena. Hala tu cuerpo, alegría, Macarena, ¡eh, Macarena! In
0: In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-E-V-E-N-S This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com.
3: I'm Deborah Rodriguez, Supreme Court nominee Katanji Brown Jackson is on the hot seat on day two of confirmation hearings in the Senate. She responded to accusations that as a judge, she's gone easy on child porn offenders. As a mother and a judge who has had to deal with these cases, I was thinking that nothing could be further from the truth. Ranking committee member Charles Grassley asked, Do you believe The individual right to keep and bear arms is a fundamental right. Senator, the Supreme Court has established that the individual right to keep and bear arms is a fundamental right. If confirmed, Jackson will become the first black woman to serve on the Supreme Court. A severe storm system that spawned tornadoes and massive power outages in parts of Texas and Oklahoma is moving east. This woman lives in hard-hit Jacksboro,
4: Texas. There are
2: whole houses gone. The roof's off the elementary school. I don't know about the high school, because I couldn't get close enough.